Welcome to Hadley Presents. I'm your host, Ricky Enger, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation with the experts. In this episode, we discuss free services for managing your medication accessibly and independently. And our guest is CEO of Accessible Pharmacy, Andy Burstein. Welcome to the show, Andy. Hey, Ricky. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so glad to have you. You know, if we had a a Hadley frequently asked questions, the question of how do I manage my medication? How do I figure out what's what uh, as I'm losing my vision or if I'm totally blind, how do I do this in a way that works for me? That question would be definitely in the top five. So I know this is going to be a really popular topic. So, so happy to have you here. Before we talk about what accessible pharmacy is and all of the cool things that it can do. Why don't you just take a minute to introduce yourself and maybe talk a little bit about how Accessible Pharmacy started. So I'm uh, in Philadelphia. I actually live in the University City, right on University of Pennsylvania's campus. And our main distribution center is in suburban Philadelphia. I'll take a big step back. I'll tell you about Accessible Pharmacy and how we came into being. The punchline is Accessible Pharmacy Services for the Blind is a home delivery pharmacy service specializing in the blind and low vision community. That's what we do. We're the only provider of its kind and we're the largest blind owned healthcare company in the country. So our background is, this goes back a few years ago, uh, I was running a healthcare marketing firm and we were developing some solutions and some strategies to help our clients deal with just the general issues of accessibility. I had reached out to a friend of mine who I met through Little League Uh, Our kids play ball together. I knew Alex because our kids play ball together. Uh, He was a nice guy and he was blind. He still is blind. So I was like, oh, I'll reach out to Alex. Maybe I can pick his brain a little bit. Uh, I'll develop, we're going to develop an advisory committee and maybe Alex can give me some insight into the, the consumer experience of a blind person. I didn't know too much about him other than he was a nice guy and his kids were good ball players. We met up for a cup of coffee and I found out that he's actually Dr. Alex Cohen. And uh, his stories, it's, he, he was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa in his late teens. And by the time he graduated college, he had lost most of his eyesight. And he ultimately went back, he reinvented himself. He went back to school and ultimately earned a PhD in marketing with a specific focus on retail accessibility for the blind community. And he wrote his doctoral dissertation on the accessibility of the top 100 retailers in America for the blind community, how accessible they were on the telephone, on their website, and at their physical locations. So here I am thinking like, oh, I'll hang out with Alex. We'll have a cup of coffee. Little did I know he's arguably one of the foremost experts in retail accessibility in the country. That first meeting, like that's when I was like, we need to figure out, we should be doing some more things around this. And initially we started doing some consulting. We weren't having too much success with consulting. And at a certain point, we were like, huh, I have some ideas. You have some ideas. I wonder if we could build our own business from the ground up, a pharmacy service that does nothing but specialize in the blind and low vision community and really take steps to help people who are blind or have low vision manage their medication, manage their diabetes. But more importantly, or equally as importantly, do it in a way that's that's welcoming, that reduces stress and anxiety, and really starts to show 
people living more independently and living with healthier outcomes. So that was the origin of our business. And then obviously from that idea, we had to walk down the path of qualifying the idea, building a business plan, pulling in healthcare professionals because we're just business people. You know, we don't know too much about medication. Pulled our whole business together and we launched just at the beginning of the pandemic in April, 2020. We've been very fortunate. We're growing nicely. We're now licensed in 31 states. About 20% of our employees are blind or low vision themselves. We're bringing on patients every day and we're learning every day. And it's been incredible. That is awesome. And starting a business during a pandemic is not for the faint of heart, certainly. And so it's great to hear that things have gone so well and that you're continuing to grow. So you have this business that is, you know, accessible pharmacy and the name really does say what it does, except I'm curious about one thing. So when we say accessibility, that can mean different things to each of us. So for one person, accessibility of their medication may mean having a Braille label on a bottle. And for somebody else, that Braille label is equally as inaccessible as this tiny print. So what do you do to kind of encompass all of those things and make sure that each individual has their medication in an accessible way. You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it is. Everyone has an individual, unique experience. People come to blindness differently. People have different degrees of of, of vision. There's also uh, the types of insurance they have, their, their support network, how comfortable they are or not with technology. All of these things play a factor in assembling a collection of solutions for an individual that empowers them. To oversimplify it, we we essentially have three spheres. We have accessible support, accessible packaging, and accessible labeling. And when we have a conversation with a new patient and we identify what's the best way to support this patient, and it happens through a conversation with the patient, what's the best way to package this medication so that it can be managed properly? And what's the best way to label this medication so that it can be understood in the best way? And what's interesting is that everything we do in those spaces, it's all free. We make our money by charging insurance companies and getting reimbursed by insurance companies for medication. All these other things, it's all about figuring out like what combination of these accessible solutions are the best fit for the individual patient. That's excellent. So let's get some examples then of what a conversation might look like and what's available for support, for packaging and for labeling. The easiest way for a patient to interact with us, and we encourage this, is to pick up the phone and call. We want to have a face-to-face, not face-to-face, a phone-to-phone conversation you know, with someone and really understand what kind of medicine are you taking? What are your challenges? How are you currently managing it? Who else is, is in the home with you that can maybe help you or support you? What's your level of, of understanding of technology? So we, we understand that, you know, what's the best way to support that patient? When it comes to packaging, we, we have a collection of different solutions. We have uh, pre-sorted disposable pill organizers, different sizes and shapes depending on the person's medication. And within it, we can sort prescription medication, vitamins, supplements, over-the-counter medication to to really remove the burden from the individual of having to sort their meds. That's just one example. We also have like pre-sorted disposable pill packets. We have different size and shape bottles for people with mobility and dexterity issues. So we explain to them the different options there and they can pick one. And then we go into labeling. And with labeling, we have 
a grade one braille printer. We also have a contracted braille printer. We have the ability to print medication labels in, with large fonts. We can do it in both Spanish and in English. We also work very closely with a company called Script Talk, which is an incredible company. They've been around for a while. They actually make a, a sticker. It has a microchip in it. It's called an RFID sticker. And we can adhere that sticker to any of our packaging. And it essentially reads all the prescription information out loud to the individual. By the way, we can do a combination of all these things. We can put Braille and the Script Talk and a QR code and large font all in one package. And on top of that, the ways that we can communicate with people are you know, depending on the person's need, obviously, as I mentioned, the telephone, but people can also interact with us online, email us, they can text us. We support a lot of our, our uh, deafblind patients with, with texting. And we're also the pharmacy partner of Be My Eyes. So Be My Eyes is a great solution for blind users to connect with sighted volunteers, but there's also a section on there for, it's called specialized help. And anyone, whether you're a patient of ours or not, if anyone has a question about identifying a pill or understanding a label or understanding a drug interaction, you can engage with us through Be My Eyes and, and we can support the patient. We also use Be My Eyes to help people like for small medical devices. So if someone buys a, uh, a talking thermometer from us, for example, we can send them the thermometer and then using Be My Eyes, we can train them how to use it. That's excellent. Or like a blood pressure cuff or anything like that. How do these things work? Exactly. Yeah. Be My Eyes is amazing. And having that specialized help, uh, we're Hadley is a partner as well. And so we love those guys. And it's good to hear that you all are partnered with them too. What really strikes me as you're talking about this is that it's been so well thought through in that everybody has different needs and you've done what you can to meet those needs. And it really is a very customer centric kind of thing where you're sitting down and talking with people instead of saying, here's your options, you figure it out, just tell us what you want. Uh, there is actually that conversation. And I think that's so important. So for the people that are listening and saying, this is what I've needed in my life for a while. What do I do? How do I get started? Basically, where where can you operate and kind of what's going on there? Are there concerns that patients need to have about the type of insurance they have, that sort of thing? What can you tell us about getting involved and getting started? Well, first of all, you, you, you touched on something that's really important, which is we're still learning. We learn every day from our patients, from groups that we partner with, from our employees about ways to be more accessible and about, you know, how to you know, accommodate people's needs and challenges. And, you know, our hope is in 2022, we're even going to have more options and more solutions. I'll give you an example. We just started a first college internship program on Monday. We have a student who we met through uh, vision services for the blind and visually impaired out of New York City. And what's interesting is that his experience, um, he has a condition called North Carolina macular dystrophy. As a 20-year-old who embraces technology the way that he identifies and interacts with technology or interacts with packaging and stuff is completely different than anything that I, I had ever experienced before. It's, it's awesome. Like we're, we're learning every day. So that's one thing. The second thing is uh, we do accept all insurance. You know, there's some situations that it's not perfect, but what we do is part of our conversation when we start to speak with a patient for the first time, we have a 10 minute conversation. And the conversation is we ask about their medication. We ask about their challenges, how they're currently managing it. We get an idea about, as I mentioned, their level of technology comfort. We get the contact information for their entire medical staff. 
So for example, we'll reach out to their endocrinologist, we'll reach out to their cardiologist, their general practitioner, we'll introduce ourselves, we'll try to get some in-depth understanding about that patient's experience from the doctor's perspective. And then we have, you know, one of the pharmacists from our team reviews everything. We contact the insurance company. And then assuming everything is good to go, we then call the patient back. And this usually takes a day or two. And then we say, all right, this is what we've learned. And we can make some recommendations. Quite often, we're able to say, you know what? I don't know if you realize this or not, but those two meds that you're taking, the one that your cardiologist is prescribing and the one that your general practitioner is prescribing, they're both safe to take together, but there's a good likelihood you're going to feel really nauseous when you take them. And the person's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize they've been so nauseous for the last six months. I didn't even think about that. And we can make some recommendations about switching things and pull the doctors in to make sure that they're comfortable with it as well. And then assuming that the patient's like, all right, I think I want to try this out for a few months to see if it's a good fit. We reach out to their existing pharmacy. We transfer the medical files over and we start. Just to clarify, this is home delivery rather than, and, and that actually takes a big uh, burden sometimes off the patient because sometimes you have to go pick up the prescription and transportation is an issue. So this is uh, by mail. Is that right? Correct. And there's no charge for the delivery as well. That's so good. It's We all take various medications or vitamin supplements, and it can be such a hassle to figure out how am I going to get there to get this? And oh no, it's uh, I'm running out and what do I do? So having a lot of this just managed in such a way that the discussion is happening between the doctor, the patient, and the pharmacist, really very, very cool. Uh, I know that you are licensed in some states and not licensed in others, and that's on your website. What can you say about if somebody is in a state where you're not, and perhaps I shouldn't say licensed, I suppose it's more of a partnership kind of thing, but uh, if you're not available in their state yet, is there anything that a patient can do to be a part of that process or to speed things up? Or what would you recommend? We're currently licensed in 31 states, including Puerto Rico and uh, Washington, D.C. And it's a process. There's an application that we have to submit, an application fee that we have to submit. We've applied for licenses in every state. We're very fortunate. We've, we haven't been rejected by any states, unfortunately, because of the pandemic. Some of the states that are create the approval process for us to deliver controlled substances into the state. They haven't opened yet, some of the offices. In other states, they're, you know, they're remotely working. We're pretty confident that you know, by the end of the year, we will have, we'll be able to deliver products nationally. We can ship right now like vitamins and supplements and over-the-counter meds and small medical devices. But when it comes to um, like things like insulin or prescription medication, until we have the approval from the state, we're just unfortunately not able to. As things start opening up again, we should see things, uh, you know, speed up a bit. I know that we've uh, had people who have really struggled with their pharmacies getting accessible labeling, and it's just not happening because sometimes their pharmacy doesn't know what is this script talk thing even, or what do you mean you want me to mark this syringe in such a way? We don't understand how to do that. So sometimes just talking to someone who already gets it, who gets that their accessibility challenges to work through and who may already know the answers to some of the questions, that can be so helpful. 
One last thing I wanted to ask about was we've talked a couple of times about small medical devices. What kinds of things do you offer? Would these be like uh, thermometers or things in addition to that, like pulse oximeters, anything like that? Exactly. Things like talking thermometers, talking glucose meters. Um, we support some of the continuous glucose monitoring systems. Uh, we have a talking scales, everything in, the, in, in that space. And what we're able to do is in some cases, if they require programming, we can pre-program it before we ship it to the patient. And then we also, once they get it, they can contact us through Be My Eyes and we, we train them on how to use it. So I know that people are kind of chomping at the bit going, all right, contact info, come on, where do I find it? So where can people go to find out a bit more about what you all do, uh, whether it's online or just picking up the phone? The easiest way, how about this, I'll start from the top. We have a website that's a very screen reader friendly website called accessiblepharmacy.com. Um, and, and our contact information is on there. So uh, if anyone has a problem remembering us, accessiblepharmacy.com is the easiest. On top of that, there's three other ways that someone can reach out to us. We encourage the best way is through the telephone, old school communication. We need to have a conversation to understand the patient before we work with the patient. So our phone number is 215-799-9900. The next way is for those of you that have an iPhone, if you ask Siri, if you say, Siri, call Accessible Pharmacy, Siri will say, do you mean accessible pharmacy in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania? That's us. And it'll just patch you right through. And finally, for those of you who are Be My Eyes users, in the specialized help section, you can find us there. And we have someone on our end overseeing uh, the Be My Eyes app to support patients between the hours of 10 and 4, Monday through Friday. But if someone needs help outside of those hours, you can just schedule an appointment and someone will jump on. Great. That's fantastic. This has been so informative and so helpful. Any last comments you want to make uh, before we wrap things up so people can rush over to their phones and call you? We're part of this community. As I mentioned, we're the largest blind-owned healthcare company in the country. We want to continue to grow and support people. You know, we need patients to do that. So if someone wants to try us out, there's no long-term commitment. You can try us for a few months. If at a certain point in the future, you're like, eh, you know what? I prefer my pharmacy. We'll call your doctors. We'll call the insurance company. We'll transfer everything back. But we invite people to be, you know, be part of our community. Email us, call us, give us suggestions, give us feedback, and join us. And uh, we are going to be hiring again in the fall. So as we expand into different markets, uh, we'd love to connect with people to speak about employment opportunities as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andy, for joining us and uh, for sharing all of this information. And you're doing wonderful things. I wish you all and your team the best of luck as you continue to grow. Hey, Ricky, thank you so much. This is great. Got something to say? Share your thoughts about this episode of Hadley Presents or make suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at hadley.edu. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at hadley.edu or leave us a message at 847-784-2870. Thanks for listening.